It is so good to be here in the house of the Lord. Amen. If you believe it like me, the Lord never stops showing up whenever we seriously come to church. Actually, I really loved it. We're not coming to meet somebody who is not present, who is absent, who would neglect us. We are more than, than two, than three. We have appointment with him today. I'm excited uh, to say thank you to Pastor Andy because you wanted to share, uh, to give me the opportunity to speak with you today. I have so many friends right here in this room. I feel so humble. But it is because God has called us together. We are here to further his purpose. And I am glad. When uh, people introduce me, one thing you would know, I am from Haiti. I am Haitian. And you've been hearing so many things about Haiti. And uh, maybe I would not even come here uh, because it's like I would... I should pretend that CNN has done the job. Because so many media, they have already done the job. I don't have the same job with them, with the media. The Lord Jesus Christ has called me to his service. And I am representing a different kingdom. So you're going to hear more about what God is up to in Haiti. And I'm excited to have this great uh, uh, opportunity. I'll ask you to stand up, please. I will read one verse. In Matthew chapter 2, I would only read uh, the, uh, from the 10th verse. 10 to 12, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. Thank you. You may be seated. I just said uh, I am from Haiti, and uh, I met uh, Pastor Andy uh, in 1999. I was at Asbury Theological Seminary. And if there's one thing I would want you to take from what I'm going to share with you, it takes one person. With Jesus, it takes one person. Uh, 
the call to that one person is also a corporate call. But that corporate call cannot happen until you individually said yes to Jesus. And I'm going to really encourage you and ask you, if Jesus has been good to you, if Jesus has really saved you, if you have said yes to Jesus, keep saying yes. Because we have, Jesus is the answer to the problems of the world. But where is Jesus? I am so pleased Jesus didn't just left this world, but he stayed in this world through person like you, through person like me. In 1999, I was at Asbury, and uh, there was that question in one of the class. They asked all of the uh, students in my class, hey, how did you get here? How did you get here? So all of us students, we were giving our testimony, telling people why we are here. And as I shared my testimony, there was uh, uh, somebody by the name of Dotty Koslo. Hey, Dotty, I don't know if you're still alive. I don't know where you are, but thank you because you have let God use you in an amazing way. After I introduced myself, Dotty Koslo came to me, and Dotty said, uh, Ivan, uh, I am going to Aloma Church. And uh, uh, if your testimony is what you say it is, I would like you to meet my pastor. And uh, the pastor, he mentioned the name was Andy. He said, there is, he preached a sermon. So the way I receive his sermon, I think he would be enjoy to meet you. So the Lord has been using you, brother. And I didn't know exactly the theme of your church for this season, but it is changed people. Help me with that again. Change people. So, they, she planned uh, a meeting for me with Pastor Andy, and I went and I met Andy, and you know how Andy is, you know. Uh, myself coming from Haiti, you know, serving the Lord, uh, speaking the English with all of my accent. And uh, I realized he also come from England, and then uh, he also speaks with the kind of accent. <laughs> and... Uh, but both of us, both of us, is like uh, we are incredibly uh, crazy <laughs> about Jesus. We met uh, in that restaurant. He paid for the for the lunch, and uh, we had a wonderful time. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. 
it sounds like Jesus. <laughs> so uh, uh, we, had, we had that great time. And uh, later on, uh, told him about the ministry of ICDM and so on and so on. That was it. I don't think, uh, uh, Aloma Church invited me so many times and so on. I came and spoke at Aloma. I, the Lord has given me so many great friends there. Uh, Andy and myself, you know, has been, uh, Andy has been always very busy, you know, doing, doing his things. Uh, later on, he, he gets married and so on. And he's a great family man. I've been following him. <laughs> and uh, so it was, uh, it was a great thing that uh, uh, I met Andy. But the miracle I was going to observe following that uh, and he didn't even really know what was happening, I think, until I met him uh, last Wednesday. Uh, so we would meet and talk a little bit before the service. And I realized, wow, Andy is a connector. In the church, it is said most the work of the church usually has been, uh, uh, is being done by a few people in the church. So as a preacher, as a minister of the gospel, usually when I hear, when, when I stand in, in the church speaking, I'm trying to make sure that people understand. I'm not talking to the leadership of the church. I'm talking to those who have met Jesus. If you have met Jesus, it comes with responsibility. So I just mentioned, I'm from Haiti, and uh, Haiti, the land of darkness, Haiti is a very difficult place. But where usually the light is uh, uh, like, uh, uh, the darkness is thicker, is darker. It's need also, the light has the opportunity to shine there a little bit more. My, my grandparents, because they were born and grown up in Haiti, so they were completely lost because history said that my forefathers dedicated the land to the devil. I don't know what it means, really, and I am not in agreement with it, but the unfortunate thing, I was not there to give any advice. <laughs> and they did not ask me for any advice. So uh, if any country is to be great, it is not just becoming great because, especially like you, you have done something. You try to maintain what you found. If it was given to you, uh, founding on the right foundation, so you continue to be successful and today and so on, you may take, you may take things for granted. Uh, in Haiti, so it's the same thing. Uh, people have been there, uh, but they didn't know better. And then he did, at some point, 
somebody who was courageous enough left the USA, got to Haiti as a missionary, and they reach out to my grandparents and tell my grandparents, hey, yes, Haiti is in this condition, but Jesus Christ came, and things in Jesus and with Jesus must be changed. He continued to encourage my grandparents. They can change the course of history if they accept Jesus. My grandparents said yes to Jesus. So saying yes to Jesus for you, it may be a simple thing. And you may take it lightly. And you may happen to be used to it. Never get used to it. It is a day-to-day thing. God is doing nothing every day. And he is looking for those who would be obedient that he can use. I'm pretty sure when I mentioned Haiti this morning, Pastor Andy uh, prayed uh, for Ukraine and prayed for, for problems we are having all over the world. Oh, man, if I would ask every single person here, what do you think? I would hear so many things going on. And you know it. But Jesus, that is the reason Jesus has chosen you and me. It's not because everything was going to be great, everything is great. It is because darkness continues when it tries to take over the world. So we are in that fight. We already have victory, but we need to keep claiming our victory in Jesus and not go really with what we see that everybody is going, but go with Jesus. So that missionary told my parents about, my grandparents about Jesus. They said yes, and later on I have my, my mother, uh, who was a child, grew up, happened to grow up in a church. And then later on it was me, my turn. Uh, at the age of seven, as they taught me about Jesus Christ, I said yes to Jesus. And at the age of 16, the Lord Jesus Christ called me to ministry. And uh, my main difficulty, uh, the main difficulty for my parents was that, okay, uh, so we have, we have our child. Uh, he, he has been saved, but they did not have any school, for example, to send me to in Haiti. There was no school in my area. You would hear now Bayonne, a place of uh, 84,000 uh, uh, people. But there was no school when I was born where my parents would send me. But anyway, my parents find a way, sent me to the, uh, to the city, and I was in school. But one day, as I came back for vacation and was talking uh, and was singing in church, uh, I was singing a solo, but I could not finish singing that song. I realized I was the only one in school. As I could not finish singing this song, I was weeping. People were asking my parents, hey, what did you do to Ivan? They were like, nothing, nothing. But I know what happened to me. The Lord 
The Lord broke my heart for the people that I know the best. Now, this is that story I kind of shared, and I, and, and I tell the people, my students, uh, my, my, my classmate at Asbury, that this is uh, the reason I'm here. I know exactly what God wants me to be doing, and if you hear me doing anything else, please, in ministry, keep praying for me. The Lord has tended my heart and called me to serve the people that I know the best. And as I spoke with uh, uh, Pastor Andy, miracle was going to happen. Changed people, changed people. We were there, we share and so on, it was great, but the miracle that was going to follow is just amazing. I just mentioned the call uh, uh, is individual. You need to answer individually, but it's also a corporate call. When I had the opportunity to get to Aloma, I shared about my testimony. This way, the Lord has sent me so many great partners. Aloma, the building is gone. But I'm glad Aloma still stands. I love Aloma. Everyone who may call themselves part of the Aloma Church, it's like when I'm saying that, it's like in a very generic way, I love Aloma. (laughs) Because this has been such a great place, such a mission-minded church. But Andy, you've been there. The way you receive me, you've been a very mission-minded person. And this is the kind of people that God continues to need in this month, in this 21st century. People who are just crazy about Jesus, who would do everything that Jesus wants them to do, who would be obedient to the call of Jesus Christ. The tool to change the world, we continue to have it. The governments, they don't have it. They can try to put, yes, they can put some walls, help us really uh, to get food, and so on, and so on. But what really needs, what we really need to continue to transform the world into the image of Christ, we have it. I am encouraging you, we cannot be silent in faith in face of chaos, we cannot be silent. We got to be and continue to be the voice of Jesus Christ. We need to continue, not just his voice, but to be the Jesus that people would ever see, that people would ever meet. People are suffering. People need someone to love, to love them. People need somebody to talk to, to love them, not just in words. We have to continue to become the incarnate word. Oh, we need more of Jesus. We need Jesus. Now, it is amazing to see, speaking of how God uh, has called us and give us a corporate call. 
when we come together to realize what may happen and what will continue to happen. Because of that meeting, I have somebody here by the name of Jeff Boyett. He's right here with his wife. Jeff has been serving, Jeff has served with us in Haiti for over 30 trips, over 30 times. And Jeff is a handyman. You understand what it means? Having a handyman called by Jesus to be in Haiti serving with us. We started our ministry on the mango tree. Our ministry has been about building people up. But when Jeff has come, we've been having so many people keep building benches, keep, keep doing so many, building so many places. He does electric for us in all of our building. That corporate call. We've said yes to Jesus. We've said yes to Jesus. Now, you must remember Pastor Jim Govados. <laughs> Not just he has been on mission trip with us, you know, uh, for way over a year, a year now, he retired. But he's been on a mission trip to us, and right now, before he got to, to retired, well, he, he came, he called me six months, months in advance, and he said, Yvonne, uh, uh, I'm retiring, but I'm going to work with you. And I don't need any title. I, I, I just want to be your assistant. I'm telling you what, what, that God is in the business of well, building his church, building his people. That's what, so Pastor Jim is working with me in an amazing way. And I am so grateful. I see Brother Joe Hostetler right here. He's been to Haiti. I could mention all of the names, but all of you who have been to Haiti, uh, as I am preaching, would you stand, please? Would you stand? Would you stand? All of you who have been to Haiti, please stand. So it is, it is, it is amazing. And I keep on reminding people that I am, we are not doing anything new. Some people think, it's like, hey, it's like, we have it. We have this here. We have this here. No, I am not personally doing anything new. I'm standing on the shoulders of the prophets, on the shoulders of the, of the disciples, on the shoulders of my grandparents, on the shoulders of my parents, and we continue to train this generation so that they would continue in the future, be obedient to the call of the gospel, because the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only thing we need to really bring the world together. 
And the world has been worked together, but still people don't realize it. As we have ourselves, this is our job to continue to stand firm, to continue to remind people. It may be difficult. I don't know what this church is going through. I don't know what you're going through, your family. But Jesus wants to, is expecting you to be faithful and to represent him to the best of your ability, to represent him with everything you have. I could not believe when I started ICDM that today we, who, we, would, have already, we would have already trained 9,000 pastors and Christian leaders. They're all working for the Lord. Whether it's in Haiti, whether it is in the Dominican Republic, whether it is in Colombia, whether it is in Costa Rica, but we have God has given us the opportunity to do so much into his kingdom together with you. It is just amazing. Don't let the world confuse you. The gospel of Jesus Christ is moving forward. The church of Jesus Christ is moving forward. Nothing can stop it. You need to continue to stand faithfully. To continue to stand faithfully to do his work. We have the solution. We need to be part of the solution. We have the solution because we have met Jesus. And as I said, meeting Jesus is come with some responsibility. When you come to Jesus, you cannot be any more shy because you have a testimony. No shyness in the kingdom. We don't ask you to do anything that you cannot do. If Jesus has been good for you, you tell someone that Jesus has been good. If you have been saved by Jesus, you tell people who can save, who saved you. The way you are behaving, the way you are living your life today, it's not because of you, but it's because of what God has done. I could not believe today we would have had a school with over 800 children where we are serving the parents. I could not think it's like, as in the process, I went to school, but my parents sent me to school myself. But I realized I needed to go to school also for a lot of the people in my country that could not go to school. I didn't know that we were going to have so many people who would come to know Christ, but in the process, would come to have some good education. I'm having lots of lawyers, medical doctors, lots of teachers. In our school with over 800 children, those who are, uh, are working, all of the teachers were mostly our former uh, students. They are back serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So in the process, I realized, hey, we have been there making sure that Jesus Christ would become way more famous. So as I said, we're not going anything new. 
we have been standing on the shoulders of those who, 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 who have been before us. And when I went to, to Matthew chapter 2, that verse especially I wanted you to keep with. The Magi. When Jesus, when, when they know Jesus was born, they came to Jesus. They didn't come with, uh, with empty hands. They came and bought Jesus what they have the best. The gold, incense, and myrrh. And as Jesus has been really good for you, save you, using you, doing so much for you. Do you think, as I shared all of this testimony with you, that it is still worthy to continue to stand for Jesus? You have done, I know, sacrificially to the work of Jesus Christ. Do you still think Jesus Christ is worthy of everything you have already done for him. And even as of today, we still have the greatest need in the world. People need to go. People need to know about Jesus. We cannot continue to go, person like me, except you stand with us. Would you be willing to do a little bit more so that church together may continue to stand firm in this city, representing God's kingdom to the best of its ability. Because as we are here, the Lord Jesus Christ needs to become way, way more famous. And the politicians are so eager to just talk about themselves, to, talk, to just talk about so many things. I am campaigning for Jesus. We are campaigning for Jesus. I am reminding you, please, to continue to stand in the gap. As we see, the world is in chaos. The world is so troubled, but we have the answer. Would you please do it like Pastor Andy has done it? Open up yourself. If you can be a connector, be that connector. Pastor Andy, you've been doing, you, have, you have been doing very well, and I love the kind of servant you are. So continue to pray that I will be faithful. We have so much more to do. We continue to need your partnership. And there is this one sentence I would want to share with you as I conclude. When God calls, he also guides, and he also provides. When God calls, he guides, and he provides. We, I started with that ministry in October 1989. One year later, the next October, 90, I met my wife, Miriam. Miriam is right there. And later on, my three children came. And today, I am fortunate enough to have all of them with us right here. 
So when I say, when God calls, we need to answer individually, but corporately is a big deal. That, that is where we're going to see so many things continue to happen. Would you please continue to, to be faithful to your church? Would you continue, please, to join ICDM in his mission? Would, you, would, would we together be willing to continue to make Jesus way more famous? Except we stand for Jesus. Those who don't know him yet cannot stand for him. It is our job to keep making Jesus way more famous. And has Jesus been worthy of your devotion to him? If he has not failed you, if he never fails you, please continue to stand. He counts on you so that the church may become way stronger. Today, I hope you have seen the church going strong. It is the church of Jesus Christ. I'm talking, we worship in Haiti, but I'm reporting to you what is going on. In Haiti, we're doing well. We continue to receive missionaries. We continue to receive people who can come to serve with us. God continues to do great things. May you join me in making Jesus way more famous for this generation. God bless you.